0: Welcome to the empath and the narcissist podcast, where you regain your sparkle back after narcissistic abuse. I am your host Raven Scott, your nurturing warrior guide through the darkness. This is episode 119 being with a narcissist be like just a reminder. This episode is for educational purposes only, and it is not a substitute for professional therapy. I recorded this episode while streaming live and the internet glitched, so I apologize if the audio starts to sound a little bit strange towards the end. You may have heard about Narcissistic Personality Disorder, or NPD, and that is why you have searched and found my podcast. It's a mental illness where people suffer from extreme self-love and lack of empathy. They often feel entitled to special treatment and believe they deserve everything they want. Narcissist personality disorder is characterized by an inflated sense of self-importance, a need for admiration, and a lack of empathy towards others. People with this condition tend to be very demanding, controlling, and manipulative. So it's important to know the signs of an abusive relationship. If you suspect that you or someone else has been abused there are some warning signs to watch out for. These include constant criticism, threatening to hurt yourself or others, physical abuse, verbal and mental abuse, uh, manipulation, gaslighting, DARVO, which is pretty much switching the role of who the victim is and the offender back onto you and projecting and blaming you for all the faults and the problems in their relationship. And I'm just kind of going over these basics with you here, because I think it's important to go back to the basics, make sure that we are not labeling everyone who is selfish as narcissist. This is a very obsessive type of mental illness. And understand that abuse is not just physical. Of course, this is why we're always talking about this, that especially with narcissistic abuse, it is emotional, mental and sexual abuse sometimes. People with NPD may also use emotional abuse, such as name-calling, belittling, blaming, shaming, and threatening to harm themselves or others to get attention. So don't let them take advantage of you. If you find yourself being abused by a narcissist, you need to take steps to protect yourself. First make sure you understand what type of abuse you are dealing with. Is it verbal abuse? Is it financial abuse? Is it overall coercive control? Or is it both? It could be. Is it emotional abuse where you're constantly walking on eggshells and needing to make sure that they are always happy and they are pleased and you are shape-shifting to make sure that they are? Then you should consider leaving the relationship. If you decide to stay, there are ways to protect yourself, but especially with a true NPD, It is life-sucking, energy-sucking, and soul-sucking. So the best way is to figure out how to plan your exit strategy. And I have a whole workshop that I've dedicated and created for you to learn how to do that, to discover all of the steps that you need to take to leave the narcissist. And this also includes family members too. So this is not just a romantic relationship. If this is someone in your family, all of these steps are here in the workshop. And there are spiritual healing tools included in that for you that really strengthen your emotional intelligence. So when you are strong in your emotions and in your resolve, this allows you to not let the gaslighting in and to be able to make those proper steps and take the right action to be able to leave. And then you'll be able to be free and transform and live the life of your dreams without constantly being in this pain cycle with this abuser. Learn to stand up for yourself. If you are being verbally abusive, try to ignore it. But it's not always easy to do. So, but this is what they call the gray rock method. Don't engage in any argument with them. Just say that's interesting and walk away. Instead, focus on something else. Change the topic. If you're being financially abused, talk to friends, family, or even a therapist about how you're feeling and what you can do to take back your power. That probably will be opening up your own bank account, starting your own career or getting a job, doing the things that you need to do to get back on your own two feet. So in this episode, I share with you just the experiences and feelings, really just to validate for you what you're feeling and how it is to be in a relationship with a narcissist. Being with a narcissist, be like, I had a dream last night. And at first I thought, why do I keep having these dreams? And then as I processed it and I woke up, I realized it was a message. It was not another recurring PTSD type in- dream. It was a message. So I woke up, I ran downstairs, I got my pen and paper and I wrote down the message. Drop in the comments below what your fill in the blank is. Being with a narcissist be like fill in the blank. For me, being with a narcissist is like being in a horror film. That's exactly what my dream was. It was this crazy sick and twisted horror film where he had my grandmother it wasn't really my grandmother you know how dreams are it's like it was a grandmother but it wasn't really my grandmother but I was emotionally invested in this person um it wasn't anyone I identified as my actual bloodline grandmother and he had her hand like she was strapped in a a gurney and she was like held super tight I I was held hostage. There was actually like a kid with me and her hand was being held out, like going to be like chopped off by a train. Apparently a train was going to come zooming through. It was like the best horror film ever, right? Like you watch these horror films, you're like, how in the world do these people come up with these ideas? Probably in their dreams. Like I just had, I had this dream and it was exactly that. I felt powerless. I felt paralyzed. And thankfully I was the hero in this dream. And I somehow... Caught him off guard, knocked him over, rescued the grandma before the train came and, you know, left and the kid came running behind me. And so this vision and dream was the message of the reason you can't get out is they know how to pleasure you. This like totally seems super off topic, but part of my dream, this is like how dreams work, is right before that, I was connected with him in bed. And there was like deep pleasure and love. And then right after I was like telling my mom or something like, I'm going to leave him. I'm breaking up for sure. Don't worry. But it was very hush hush. Right. Because with the narcissist, they overreact and they get very defensive and it just can blow up in your face. Right. If they know what's really going to happen, you have to kind of plan your exit strategy quietly. So here's the part why also I felt pulled back in after this scene in my dream was the reason that you can't get out is they know how to push your pleasure buttons. They know how to connect with you in a very deep and intimate way and exactly how you want to feel. Almost like giving you a drug. It's like they give you this emotional drug. So this is part of the reason why You didn't leave so soon. Why everyone's like, well, why didn't you just leave? They're abusing you. That's not how it works. They know how to pull your strings. They know how to play your fiddle and your heart. They know how to love you just in that right way that you're like, oh, okay. Okay, I'll stay. It's like a warm, cozy blanket on a very cold morning. You just don't want to get out, but you know you have to and you should. It's kind of like that. Narcissist, being with a narcissist be like a warm, cozy blanket, but you know you shouldn't be under it. Being with a narcissist be like a horror film, all in the same exact experience. So this is why you may feel like you're going crazy because you are not going crazy, but you're experiencing duality. You're experiencing abuse and deep uh, like a high dose of that dopamine hormone pleasure. So it's confusing. And I do truly believe they do it for a reason because they know that you're going to leave if they're always mean and horrible to you. Right? Of course. So the other note I took for my dream is you stay stuck because you don't follow through on the consequences when they hurt you. You don't follow through with the consequences. So you say, stay stuck. Again, it's like not getting out of bed, out of that warm, cozy blanket. You're like, "Oh, the consequences are I'm gonna be late for work. Consequences are, if I keep being late for work, I'll be fired, but I don't wanna get out, right? So then you're not following through with the consequences um, when they hurt you. I have a comment here, Mateo, suffering and believing that you are doing it because you are to transform. So Mateo, can you clarify, when you're in this relationship, are you trying to transform them or yourself for them? It could be either. It all depends on everyone's journey. They, but you're suffering and you're like believing. Yes, it's like a Santa on Christmas. I believe Santa will bring me a present. And then as an adult, if you don't buy yourself a present, Santa doesn't bring you a present because Santa isn't real, right? The narcissist love is not truly real. So, yeah, you perpetually suffer as you try and either transform them, like you can fix them, you can help them, you see their injured, hurt inner child, or you think that you can transform yourself, which was my case, in order to make them happy. It could happen either way. Each one of our journeys is unique and different. Um. So back to the consequences. So you stay stuck because you don't follow through with the consequences. And you think you actually are creating boundaries by saying, I, you know, stop it. Don't, don't talk to me that way. Let's say you're starting to stand up for yourself. You're just treating me horribly. You're telling me all these lies. Those are just words. That's actually not a boundary. That's just another like playing into the game of their word games. A boundary is an actual, When you do this, this will happen. That's a boundary. Like digging a trench. When you step into the trench, you will fall into it. Correct? It's not like, oh, don't step on that invisible crack. Oh, don't step on it. You might break your mother's back. It never happens because it's just words. So you have to actually have some type of action and plan for that consequence. So in my dream, I get out of bed. I know I should break up with this guy in my dream. I tell my mother, and it's like this weird, similar feeling I had when I was in the relationship was like, I want to do it. I know I should do it. But in my heart, I want to stay. And it was like, there's no consequences for that abuse that he just maybe said a horribly abusive, emotionally demeaning thing to me. Instead of saying, I'm breaking up with you. It's final. This is, you can't talk to me like that anymore that would be a consequence, right? I am leaving and I'm not coming back or I am going to get my own apartment, move out, figure out a plan. Whatever your consequence is, it has to be an action. And then, and that action typically for a narcissist is removing the attention. All they want is attention. All they want is love. All they want is your money, your comforts, you to do all the chores. They're lazy. Those are all the things that a narcissist wants. So remove those. Okay, I'm not going to do your laundry anymore. if you keep talking like that. If you want to start with a small boundary and just watch their laundry pile up. Don't do it. Watch them. Oh, and then they'll, they'll act like they're frustrated. Oh, this stupid thing. I don't know how to do the washing machine. Oh, well, that's what YouTube's for. Figure it out. You know, like it's like being a tough love mother in a strange way, which you shouldn't be in a romantic relationship, by the way, a healthy, strong, divine, powerful man knows how to figure it out all on their own. A strong, healthy, divine, powerful, divine, feminine woman knows how to figure it out on their own and doesn't use you to be their slave. So consequences are a huge thing. Consequences, you're stuck because you're not following through on these consequences you then place. Let's say you're like, okay, I got it. Boundaries, actions, gonna draw it. But then you have to follow through with those consequences. Otherwise, you just stay stuck and they just keep using you. Let's say one day you resolve to break up. The next, you're madly in love again. This was that feeling I felt in the dream and this was the message. It is this duality. You feel you have this intuitive sense and you say, no more. That's enough. Got it. This is not right. He or she's not treating me right. I'm going to move on. But then you have the next day, you're like, you wake up, you're like, oh, I just overreacted. It'll change. It'll be fine. Everything will work out. And I just need to do this one little tweak on my own self-care. And then we'll be back to where we were in the beginning. We'll be loving. We'll be happy. It'll be amazing. But this is this cycle that happens over and over. Abuse, hope, abuse, hope. I'm going to break up, get back together. Going to break up, get back together. This is the reality of the cycle. So how do you break the cycle? Draw boundaries, follow through on the consequences. And don't be afraid for what may happen. Of course, be smart about how you're doing it. If they are going to overreact, they're going to get physically abusive with you because you are now leaving. You need to do it strategically when they're sleeping, leave when they're at work, whatever it is, when they're gone, of course, be safe that way. But know that you need to do the correct actions for yourself. Which typically, once you finally wake up, is to get out. Amen. The other thing that came through in this message was you are going mad because you see the horrors and evils they do. But everyone around you sees their charm. This was like such an infuriating feeling that I had in the dream, which was all too familiar, is you are seeing. It, it's just like the when you watch a horror movie and you're like, the dude psycho, he's gonna kill you. He's gonna kill you, run, run, run. And so the victim runs in the movie. But then like in my dream, I was running and I, with this grandma and the child, I I dialed 911 on my phone in this dream. It was such a crazy dream. And I was running, dialing 911. And as I was running out of the corridor, I saw a familiar face and it was someone of authority. Maybe he was like a police officer. I don't know. And so I hung up from 911 because I saw the familiar face and I thought this person was going to help me. And then in my dream, that was a bad decision and I immediately knew it because that person betrayed me and took the side of the psycho killer or the psycho narcissist. And now I was all alone. I hung up on 911. I was like, shoot. And then like the psycho killer comes out of the corridor and I'm running, I'm hiding behind a post. So they don't see me, you know, and it's like, you should have not, you should have just kept on doing the correct thing and not rely on other people outside of you because those people can be charmed by the narcissist and then one over into their game. And this is the infuriating part, especially when you're the victim, you're starting to speak out about your abuse, or you just left the relationship and everybody in your life has turned on you and gone, why are you so crazy? Why are you blaming him for all this bad stuff? And why did you break up? And why did you leave? And for me, it was like, Why didn't you give me two weeks' notice that you were escaping an abusive relationship? Like, I'm not gonna give my two weeks' notice. I'm going to get out safely when I need to get out. Thank you very much. Like, you can deal with it on your own. He's still living there. He can give you the two weeks' notice when he leaves. It was insane, right? Like, these are all the stupid things that people tell you and say to you on the outside while you were literally just trying to survive and save your life. And so you are going just, a zerk emotionally because everyone around you is believing the charm of the narcissist and you're left hiding, escaping, and you feel isolated again, all on your own without your narcissist crutch and alone. But there are support groups out there for you. There is this channel, this podcast, there is coaching that is offered. There are therapists that can help you. So you may feel all alone in the moment because everyone familiar to you has turned their back on you but there are guardian angels waiting to help you a reaching hand to pull you out of the mud so just know that we are here for you okay another thing is you have all the evidence but something like a trance like energy draws you back in like you have all the evidence in front of you uh, that this person is That this person is a predator and this person is a narcissist. This person is super selfish. They're never going to change. They're never going to see you, hear you and love you emotionally as you need. And you have this strange trance-like pull to go back into their charms. And I feel like this is where the tricky part is about narcissism and them emotionally manipulating you, emotionally grooming you to rely on them. This is where they can like charm you back in with just a little pull of a thread. And it's really hard to describe in words, it's energy. They're pulling you back in energetically because somehow they've tapped into your psyche. Like I said, maybe it's because they've hit, they hit all these different pleasure points. When it's not good for you. It's the same hit on your chemicals in your brain when they give you that pleasure in those different situations so you go to these situations with them you are lured back into it hoovered we call it hoovered is literally just a vacuum i think that the narcissist community has coined a term for luring or sucking you back into the relationship this happens and it's okay it happens all the time so this is why the energy work And the spiritual work is extremely important to be able to release all of the cords that were consciously or subconsciously energetically connected to you and the narcissist, extremely important to cut all those ties. So through meditations, the full moon releasing, Reiki, energy healing, emotion code is really powerful to be able to sever all of those negative energies that are attached to you from the narcissist so that that luring power is not there anymore. No more power to lure you back. The other thing is they hide their sins and the laziness behind their charm and the pleasure hormones that they give you. They're hiding all that behind that. So it is a bit of a form of energetic hypnosis. It is a form of people say like emotional grooming, mm-hmm. it is a bit of that hypnosis. And my husband and I were discussing about this term. Like a lot of people I see that feel like they kept their hopes in this toxic relationship was because they had abandonment issues as a child. And my husband and I are discussing like, psychologically, how does that work? Because you can create a scenario in your head. Like, let's say your parents divorce, it's all explained to you, but you still feel abandoned by your father. You're going to then latch onto this toxic person who's made you feel like they are your savior. And so you feel desperately abandoned. If you disconnect that connection with them, this is what they do. If it's something that you've experienced, it is real in your head because your thoughts and your brain prove your experiences correct prove whatever's happening correct. Even if it's not correct. Even if people are saying like, no, your parents divorced because this and this reason, and it's not because of you at all. You still believe and you feel that abandonment. I don't know, that's why we're having a debate yesterday because it's really hard to describe, to know how much of it's really true, how much is not. But what I do know is what you feel and what you experience is absolutely true no matter what happened in life, out in the world, however everyone else interpreted it, your experiences and how you see through the world through your own lens is your truth. So you are operating and making your decisions, good or bad, attached to the narcissist or not, out of that lens. So it's important again to Do all of the work on your emotional intelligence to be able to release those wounds. Because that's what the narcissist does. They say, oh, she's very wounded. Oh, he's very wounded. This is easy. I can put my hooks in there. I can be their savior. I can provide for them. I can do all the things I need to and then sit back and receive all of the attention and all of the provisions and work or housework, whatever it is, the food that I need. And it just comes in. Because narcissists are lazy. Everything is projected onto you. They're lazy. They don't take responsibility. They're emotionally lazy. They're physically lazy. They make excuses of why they can't do things or they just put expectations on you that you should be doing something. So being with a narcissist, be like, fill in the blank below. All of those things I just said and more, right? What is it for you? If you're listening to the podcast, you can take a screenshot of this episode, put it in your feed or stories, and then put your caption and fill in your blank. Being with a narcissist, be like, and there you go. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to hear your perspective and what your fill in the blank sentence is. Until next time, remember, always keep your unique light shining. Claim all the offerings and transformational workshops that we offer in our studio in the link in the show notes as well at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. First is the free how to draw powerful boundaries workshop where you will be free from the narcissist's negative emotional cycle, aka drama, and create a positive life. This is free in the link in the show notes. Next is the How to Leave the Narcissist Workshop in your life physically and emotionally, whether it be family or a romantic partner. When you finally discover this untapped secret in this workshop, your pain, shame, and self-loathing disappears. Third is the Soul Integration Masterclass, DNA Activation, Cheat Codes, and Spiritual Alignment Practices, and more all so you can live authentically on another level. No one will recognize you anymore in a good way and your soul will be alive, aligned and integrated into this 3D body. And what if you could change your life by changing your mindset? Learn about the power of the human design system to help you do just that. The human design is a self-discovery tool for shifting from being stuck in the web of lies to living fully in your authentic expression. It is a chart that combines astrology, Kabbalah, I Ching, the chakras, and the science of neutrinos to understand your unique energy map. You can book a human design reading with me in the shop. Claim all of these and more in the link in the show notes at ravenscott.show forward slash shop. And of course, my book Empath and the Narcissist, How to Overcome Narcissistic Abuse and Recover from PTSD, Codependency, Gaslighting and Manipulation is available on Amazon and Audible now you can grab your free ebook in the link in the show notes as well if you need to grab it immediately start reading it right now before your paperback arrives in the mail There is so much support for you this holiday season so many exciting things are happening in the studio to assist you in your spiritual journey and out of the dark and to help you shine your magical sparkling light